Bread. culture and innovation at the same time. back to another episode of the comedy trap house i am your host rome green jr and in the building i got cam i got a hypothetical friend question oh turn your microphone keep, keep turning yeah that's the front i got a hypothetical friend question okay all right we got a, a man you in the building I'm so tired of niggas that smoke coming up to me asking me for a lighter. Like, I feel like you looking at me like I'm some, like, smoking-ass nigga. And I do smoke. Yeah. And I am a smoking-ass nigga. But I don't want to be perceived as that. You know what it probably is? Because on the latest skits, it's always a couple people mentioning your lips getting darker. They're like, you are smoking a lot. So they must just be looking at your lips. That's what I'm saying. The the giveaway is the lips. But it's like, damn, man. Stop asking so for a goddamn before, So lighter. they turn to you, they look at you, then they zoom into your lips and say, I'm going to go asking for a lighter. I was on my bike one time. Uh-huh. I seen this dude, bummy dude, across the street. Mm-hmm. He looked at me. I In my head, I said, he going to try to ask me for a lighter. <laughs> I'm passing by. I go into a 7-Eleven. I'm like, all right, he must be gone by now. By the time I come out, he right there. Hey, bro, you got a lighter? I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! Leave me alone. Then, Here you go. I gave him a lighter. Take this goddamn lighter. <laughs> Ended up giving this. What's one. your hypothetical uh, friend question? So I asked Rome and Mike this on Saturday, and I didn't necessarily like the answers I got. All right. So, say my dick was detachable. Don't ask why. Just say it is. <laughs> and we're I'm trying out. To picture it. We're out. <laughs> we're out. And for some reason, the pants I got on ain't got no pockets. Okay, that's a that's a big hypothetical. I believe I believe you know some sweats sometimes don't have pockets. I believe more in a detachable dick than a pants with no pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but say I ain't got no pockets or nothing. I said, hey, I need you to hold this for me until we get back to the crib, right quick. Hold what? My dick, dog. Because I ain't got no pockets. I can't be walking around with it in my hand. So can you put this in your pocket right quick until we get home? First, I'll, t- I'll tell you my answer once go, once he's done. Uh, I, first of all. I feel like you're being irresponsible with your dick to ask somebody else, even if it's your friend, your best of friends, your, your brother, whoever. I think it's irresponsible to hand anybody your dick and say, hold on this right quick. The better option would be probably to leave it at home if you're trying to keep it to a celibate night. See, don't don't try to add on to the hypothetical. We out. It's detached. I'm I need you to put it in your pocket for me until we get home as my friend. This is what I told him. Oh, my God. At first, I was like, nah. At first, I was like, nah. But then I said, you know what? I'm a nice guy. I said, I'll let you put it in my pocket. I said, I'll let you put it in my pocket. Okay. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, yeah. And but- when we get to wherever we're going, you take it out of my pocket. Mike was just off it. Mike said, no, I'm not. Mike Mike was like, no. I said, I would at least open my pocket. Man, just throw, throw your dick in there. Just, just I don't want to just throw your dick just in there. Just think how important this is to me. 
Yeah, and I, I, I need that's this where my, my empathy friend. comes in at because if he if this dick gets lost, if or it something, was the other way around, I would do it for y'all. But you, no, would you but just, this is not where are we going. We I don't know. We out. We and out. I just need you to put it in your pocket right quick until we get home. Say we in. A, we in. A, Why you need it? No, I got questions. Because <laughs> it's my dick. You can't what just. You no, you can't just say I need it to be done and it's gonna be done. I got questions because I don't have pockets. And I can't just walk Why'd around with this in my hand. Why'd you bring your dick? What you mean? Why'd you bring it? Because I need on. it. Put no, it back on. No, no. Then. For Why some reason, it's a malfunction. For some reason, malfunction. He can't I just need you to get it. I'll figure it out. Whichever. The crotch part is malfunctioning. I just need it until I get back Man. home. <laughs> You gonna we gonna stop at CVS get some super glue and you gonna t- no no home. come on man you being insensitive man what you talk about you I asking s- another man to no, hold no, your no, dick no no but I'm but just this saying. ain't just like I'm doing it because I want you to hold my dick this is a dire need this yeah. is an emergency like if he don't, if you don't hold friend. this dick if you don't hold the dick in your pocket that's it for him and his dick like this how's that it for I'm him just, and his dick in the hypothetical this is it come on man you as added a to the hypothetical you say that's friend. it as a friend what some alien gonna come destroy Friend, as a friend and a man, it could be a dick destroying. You ain't as a man, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, as a man, you should understand not, nah, how important it is. I need, I need clarification. <laughs> Why to make sure my dick gets back home? I'm telling you, you put it in my pocket. I'm just gonna be mad. Dog. That's fine. Because I don't want to go up to a bar, forget about the dick, and be like, oh, let me reach for my wallet, right? Quick. Dick fall out my fucking pocket. I'm touching. Oh fuck! Are the balls attached to the dick too? No, nah, no, nah, it's just dick. So your just balls the are dick. still on the yeah, yeah, Balls still on the crotch. Just the dick. Part. Fuck, I guess that makes it a little better. <laughs> God damn, because I, I damn sure don't want to touch no man's yeah, balls. I, like it, it, it's not the I whole touch a dick before I touch balls. You'll touch a dick before you touch I'll balls. I'll touch a dick before balls. Balls balls actually seems like the most intimate area on a man. Well, they, they are the most. They're very sensitive. I never even thought about that. I didn't they even. Yeah, you thought about her to touch. Uh, oh, that's crazy to you? Oh, or you're just over here thinking about <laughs> what if you took off my dick and I put it in your pocket? That, but that's crazy to you. Oh, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It, do, it does. A, it te- does. a terrible hood Black Mirror. <laughs> you no, know, but everyone goes have, a, yeah, have yeah, an answer. They we'll be talking about it. That's funny, but I, you know. so what's the final answer, bro? I mean, look. If any of y'all were in dire straits and needed something from me, you know I'm there for you. And I'll leave it at that. But if it's not dire straits, I'm not there. I, I, I can, I'm not fucking with holding your dick. I can accept that. Yeah, I can I can, I can accept, accept that. that. I put it in a bag and uh, something. In a little baggie. Yeah. You need to tell a girl put it in her purse. That makes more we, logical You sense. add into the hypothetical. Is this us? I'm just it might us. get dusty at the bottom. You know, they got a lot of us. shit in their purse. You know, it might get. You don't want to. That's where a lot we of at? stuff. Where, where we at? Yeah. We out. We're, like yeah. in the car? No. We out. We out. We at Ralph's. He imagine a cop pull us over and say, hey, let me see license registration. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. Out, dick just fall out. He gonna shoot me. Right, he gonna shoot me. He gonna think it's a gun. That's my friend, no, Dick, man. hilarious. He gonna think it's a gun. He gonna think it's a gun. He gonna think it's a shotgun. And then Cam gonna be in there making up excuses. I'm a grower, not a shore officer. Officer. He gonna think it's a shotgun. Don't look at it like that, officer. A double barrel shotgun. That nigga gonna say, stop shooting that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, no. that, that's funny. That's a funny hypothetical. That nigga think I'm Omar from the wild. That nigga Mike was like, that nigga Mike was like, I want to walk around with two prints. Oh, I said, so, I, I, no, told, I told him say, say you got snicker bar in your in your pocket. <laughs> <or something." laughs> 
Like it's an emergency. Yeah, that's funny. Dick shaped snicker bunnies. All right. So this weekend, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of fun things. Uh, Mike DJed uh, at the Sophie Tale on. First he did Friday at Sky Bar. Yeah, first he did Friday at Sky Bar. I didn't go to that. Nah. Did now you didn't go because you knew you had to go Saturday. Yeah, like okay, I, I was gonna get into this after, but I guess oh. I got to start. I think I'm approaching washed age. Like I'm, I'm getting washed easily. I'm the same way, and yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. You said washed. Yeah, yeah. Washed. I think I'm, I think washed. I'm becoming washed. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know what that means, but but basically, like I'm getting you old. washed up. I'm oh, getting old. Yeah. Washed. That's a terrible. Sin- I feel like that's like like you say that about an NBA player. Oh, he washed up. That's yeah. You, remember when we was talking about Carmelo, and I said yeah, he yeah. washed, and we started had that whole debate. When I see him, he gonna fight me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's when I, I said he I'm washed. I think I'm at that age yeah. because. Yeah. Immediately when he said he got two events, I said, "All right, I only can go to one. I can't do two. Now, now, see, now we're big on manifestation in this house mm-hmm. and whatnot. You immediately put that out there, so maybe that's why you couldn't do it because you immediately put out that you could. Also, go I was to getting two. my hair. I knew I was okay, getting my well, hair done, so I already that's, knew like it's gonna go over time. Yeah, I'm not gonna have enough time to make it to that event. Okay. But I knew if I had to choose between the two, Saturday was the one I was going to. Yeah, because yeah. I've been to Sky Bar. And I'm not necessarily a big fan of how their volume is off yeah, their yeah, speakers. They like to keep it low. And this nigga like camp up. shitting on Sky Bar. Hey, don't don't do that. We still, he still got to get some gigs. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it that big. We got and, bar beef. Bar beef. It just doesn't lend to the party as well. Yeah, because they keep the volume low, which is like the, weird. The, like the space is nice, but the the yeah the volume thing is kind of weird. It's, it's like, okay. that's an issue with me. Yeah, yeah. Is it small? Is it small no, it's, it's I'm, big. Not really small. It's, the, the venue itself is big. Yeah, the venue, but yeah. the part where Mike is, that's it could small. get a little small if it get a lot of people in there. Yeah. Okay. Where's that downtown? You know, uh, West nah. Hollywood, right by a comedy store. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like over in that area. Nice. So <laughs> that's one. Okay. I already knew one thing. Yeah. So now at the party, I dance all night. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go hard mm-hmm. all night. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring out who I'm dancing with. Because, you know, certain people. No, this is not Sky Bar. You talking no, about No, I'm the, talking about Sophie Tell. Yeah, yeah, we went to Sophie Tell. I know certain people only dance to reggae. Certain people may only dance to ratchet music. Mm-hmm. Certain, so, you know, you got to figure out who you dance with. Yeah, yeah, at all like, times. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah, so yeah. when he switch it up, I know who to go to. But you can that's go hilarious. You can go to whatever. Yeah, yeah I can go yeah, to whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. As long as I like it, I'm going to dance. Yeah, that's all right. I feel like. Nobody in this group necessarily has a certain music that they have to dance to. I feel like you can just dance. I but. love to hear some reggae though. Mm-hmm. Some reggae, you know, anything get people twerking. Yeah, get, get the move. It's good. Yeah, yeah, for me. Get perv. <laughs> 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 but I say all that to say the next day, trying to get that ass on your cr- on your dickless crotch, <laughs> on your detachable crotch. I'm, I'm like, hey, if you want to dance about dick, go to me. He got it in his, <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> He got it in his pocket right now. Dancing. What you do? Oh, I heard oh, Cam shit. Dick was over here in your right yeah, yeah. pocket. In your right pocket. <laughs> Come on, man. With this shit. <laughs> but when I woke up the next day, my right knee was swollen. That's the And funny I said, part. Come on, man. Cam is sitting. Now, I want to give y'all a visual. He, we're in here on <laughs> the podcast. This nigga has a, a wrap around his knee. It's a knee Snake. brace. This man. nigga has a brace around his knee. But it's not just from dance. Of course, we got, it got other stuff we're going to talk about. But. It just looked funny because my man looked like he is hurting in here, which I understand because my knees are not good. My knees are now. What's the worst dance for your knees? 
Oh, at the time, I didn't feel nothing. It was just the next day yeah. I woke up. Like, my knee wasn't hurting during the party. But, the but thing do, do, do you know, like, a certain dance, though, that's like, okay, if I do this a lot, it's going to definitely get to my knees. Uh-uh. Like, I know if I you do that, that, uh, what's the joint y'all do in Miami where they. Oh, the bop. Oh, yeah, the bop or something. That, like, that's yeah. hard on your yeah, knees. Yeah, no, that's you know definitely mean? hard on your knees. And it, you got to have the right music for that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? The Our Jagged Edge dance could be hard on the knees, but it's also okay. light at the same time. Okay, that don't make sense. But okay. <laughs> but I say it could, I say I it could because saying, the movement looks like it could, but right, it's honestly not that bad. But I was going to say what's funny is earlier last week, Cam was sitting in here and he got up. He was like, what the fuck? And his knee went to hurting, like just out of the blue. And then next day, my knee did the same shit. Oh and I was like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> with the knees in here? Is this after you did physical activity? No, no. I, w- I just had got up and I started moving. I felt a little tweak. And I was like, I don't, I don't like the way that feel. And then I started walking, but I couldn't. Like, I had to limp. I was yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? And Cam did the same. He had to limp to the kitchen, came back. Wow. <laughs> so the thing, when I woke up Sunday, Z texted me, basketball? Yeah, so I'm tired too. I'm in the bed, yeah, tired. Yeah. Cause we didn't get back to what three like something. Three, yeah, I'm in there tired. Fun party, by the way. Yeah, it well, was. We're gonna go it back was. to that in a minute, but go ahead. Um, I was tired, but I said, you know what? F it, I I'll go play Z. Let's mm-hmm. play. So she roll up somebody else in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you didn't give me the full details. She's uh, like, yeah, we got uh, some of my other friends going to be at the party. We're going to oh. play better. I'm like, oh, so oh, we, we playing we for playing. real. <laughs> so now I still got my knee brace on, and I'm telling them, hey, I don't know yet. I'll make a decision okay, at gotcha. the park. You don't know if you're going to go like full. I don't throttle. know if I'm going to play at all because Just, the way it okay. made it seem like it's going to be like a five on five game oh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. And, and you I'm thinking to, full yeah. court. I'm like. Because when you play, you're going to play. Yeah. Only reason I went, I'm like, we got a VidCon. We got to play a VidCon. Yeah. Like, Let me get some more practice. Yeah. So I'm out there. It's only five of us in total. Yeah. So we decided to play 21. Okay. I started making some shots. Start feeling it. Oh, I started feeling yeah, 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 it. Yeah, so yeah. now I'm like, fuck it. Let's get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get to um, 21st. Okay. And But the rule is if you miss that 21 shot, you got to go, go back to 11. Oh, oh they do 11? I used, oh, they yeah, used to do 15. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It was 15. Yeah. I missed it. Went back to 11. Oh, that's the Next point. guy gets there. Miss it. That's goes back tough. To 11. Go back to 11? Next guy gets to 20, goes back to 11. Then it goes all over again. I get back to 20, back to 11, back to 20, <laughs> another dude. Oh so God. all three of us went yeah. twice until the third guy did it again and finally made it. So okay. that game was almost like two hours long. We were going at it. And it the thing was, about 21 is everybody guarding everybody. So it's like. Until it, we got tired. Till you get, yeah, until you get tired. But then my knee mid-game, I just felt I'm like, yo, I had to sit down. I sat down. Z took my points, then kind of went away. I came back. But then ever since after that. It's just been now. What type up. of what type of this sound? This is hilarious. But what type of pain is it? Is it a sharp or like a sore? It's like it could be both. Like it feel like I can't really put any pressure on it. Okay. As, at, at, when I was at the park, yeah. I did one move, and I made the shot too. But then I came down. I just couldn't put no it's type little, of weight on it's it. A little interesting. It was real, real ginger. Yeah. And what do you? Ginger. <laughs> there's a way. I know there's a way to do at home physical therapy for your knees, but that's like an everyday thing. Like, and physical therapy be trash. <laughs> yeah. But it's like an everyday thing. But our knees and our back is like some of the most important pieces <laughs> that we that we. And that's get. why I don't play football. Because the way I play, I know. I just know. You I said, just oh, know. like the flag football. And yeah, shit. the way All I the, the way I play. Yeah, the way, I can't play any other way. So it's just. This, yeah, this, yeah, I just nah, avoid it. You don't want to do that. I can't do it. Uh, but I wanted to talk about Mike's party because 
so we're in there and this guy comes up to and he said or the the girl that's helping with the audio she says yeah there's a engagement party um a persian engagement party that's gonna be going on so we like okay cool Duh, that shit was so, so then a couple of the people coming this is before this is when it was just me mike and cam there so a couple of the one of the the, the fiance the husband comes in and he's like yeah man i just got engaged da 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 um can we start early can we start it early? Up. it's like 8 30 yeah and i mean mike's like you know we setting it up and he's like all right bro cool, cool boom and so then Mike started playing a little bit. Buddy comes over. He's like, yeah, turn it up, man. Turn it up. But Mike couldn't just yet because the guy told him, uh, you know, it's early. We don't want it to be too crazy just yet. Yeah. And so then they just start piling in. It was 10 people. Then it looked like 20 people. The Persians, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was a Persian affair. It felt like 300. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was well, crazy. I immediately told Mike, I, I like, so was gonna what you going to play for them? And he said, I don't know yet. So he said, no, I said, hey, you always got Persian rugs. By party next and door. And then Mike was like, I don't know. That could be racist. I don't know. <laughs> I don't and then know. I said, we only, we we got to find out. But then they started getting deeper <laughs> and deeper. Hilarious. And it really did look like 300. I was like, they is. And I was like, I've only, I've met one Persian woman in my life. And that was like in college. I don't think I've hung out with Persians. Like, I don't did know. Did you knock it down? No, nah, I didn't. You didn't? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Persians. I, want, I wonder how that feels. It probably got a little, um. I ain't got no joke. But Probably anyway. the same as all the others. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they got a little Persian rug down there. It could be. Could be. Ain't nothing wrong with a little rug. A little so Persian then, rug. I guess at one point, one of the guys from the party comes over, and this is when they started to turn up a little bit, and Mike was like, and I guess he wanted to play some Persian music. And they play like four or five songs. Not going to lie to them, two of them was hard. Two of them was hard. Uh, two, two of them was hard. I was dancing by the couch. By that time, I had come when they start, when he really started playing yeah, the music. Yeah. And I, I was turning up to the first yeah, two, but like, then it started. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and shout out to Paul. Paul was there. Yeah. Our homie Paul was there, and he turned to me. He was like, "Yo, I'm about to lay down a carpet and start praying to the east." No, <laughs> 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 I was dying. Duh, I'm duh. about to lay down a, a carpet. carpet. I, I felt when I walked duh. back in, cause I was outside. Yeah. I thought I was in Aladdin. No, that's exactly. Well, is, are they Persian? I don't know, but it just oh, sounds like some of the music that would be in Aladdin. Yeah, dude, it it Middle like Eastern. Now, and now, this whole time that's going on, so, like, there's a whole section full of Persian men and women, old, young, mothers was in there, grandfathers. And then I see the mom come from the back of the bar with a bag, a garbage bag full of roses. I was like, oh, they thought they about to turn up. So they go over there and might they start playing the music. And they start tossing roses. They just tossing roses. They dancing. They jigging. I was like, oh, this. And it was cool to kind of see that because I didn't know how a Persian celebration went. Right, right. But right. I guess I was like, it just it was real festive. It was a beautiful thing, but it was just, it kind of messed up the flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Mike got back into it. But Mike was like, yeah, like two of them jumps hard. I need to sample them. <laughs> Hilarious. And it was. It was, was kind of, it was interesting. But the guy kept coming over there, turn Turn it up, turn it up. We was like, I mean, I don't think I don't know how far this volume gonna go, brother. But you know, and it was confusing me because it was so loud. Yeah, it was I so it was, it was really loud. Yeah. I'm like, you don't hear this? Then again, they probably was drunk. They was and they was ordering too. up. Yo, they were getting it. Oh yeah, they, they were getting they, it, they, throwing they, roses, they like, was they like was picking people up like yeah. that. They were getting it. I, I kind of wanted to crash it a little bit. So yeah, I, said, I told like, Cam it'd be jump funny. in the middle of that shit. It'd be funny if I, he looked up and I was just over there in the middle of them just dancing, getting it, getting it. Let me tell you who didn't have fun. The people who had to clean up the roses after. Yeah, no, they didn't have I oh, seen yeah. their faces when they were sweeping up all them roses. Cause it looked like Prince Hakeem came through. Yeah. That's hilarious. And it was so many roses. It was a lot of roses they, Rose they threw out there. 
And I'll, then, t- I'll tell you something that crashed our section. Some Asian guys came over. First of all, oh, when yeah, I was walking did. in, <laughs> I felt like I was walking through China because there was apparently a bunch of buses with uh, uh, Asian golfers. I don't know if what nationality of Asian. How'd you know they were golf? The bus said no. They were unpacking golf golf, bag. uh, oh, okay. golf bags yeah, yeah, yeah. out the back, and we were looking like, God damn, where all these yeah, Asians come yeah. from? And then, but anyway, later on, I guess the group came in to our party, like a couple yeah, of them. They yeah. they walked in, and I don't know. If you remember, two dudes came in and started break <laughs> yeah, dancing started break in the middle of our oh, show. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. we started hyping them yeah. up. That shit was so then fun. I started I started uh, Millie rocking with one. <laughs> And I ain't gonna lie, that nigga looked like he was doing football signals. He was. <laughs> and one one of the Asian girls came up to me and Jasmine. She like, can I party with you guys? Cause it look like you two keep dancing all night, and my friends are lame. They don't want to dance. I'm like, come on, yeah, come dance. That's bro. hilarious. She danced with. That's fun. My friends are lame. They don't want to dance. Let's <laughs> do it. Have fun, man. Yeah, it was, nah, it was fun. fun. It was cool. Uh, one thing, one thing that was funny. There was this nigga at the party. With a full suit on and a hat, oh, yeah, fedora, yeah, fedora yeah. hat. Yeah, I know. That and, movie, yeah. and 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 we were looking at him at first, like I, f- I forgot how we saw him, but we just looked. Somebody pointed out, like, look at this nigga when Michael Jackson, Mike was playing Michael Jackson, yeah. and we looked over. This nigga's in the corner, at, just popping and locking and everything. I'm like, God damn! And then he would just go back to like leaning against the wall, putting his hat down low. I know him. That's the car- part. No, no, no. So later, yeah. when I'm headed out, okay, I run into dude. Yeah. He's talking to uh, my wonderful woman uh-huh. who I'm talking to. And um, he's talking to her. And I walk up. He's like, hey, brother. He was like, I just want to say I appreciate y'all for getting out there and dancing. He was like, you know, a lot of people don't want to dance and have fun. And I was like, I appreciate that, man. And some dude passed by him and he tipped his hat. He was like, hey, brother, how you doing? All right now. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. he was like, listen, I know your boy Rome. Mm-hmm. I know Mike. I tell him all the time. Y'all great things. Y'all were one of the first guys. Y'all were the first people to start too. doing uh, uh, internet. internet. He, yeah, said, y'all he said films online. Like y'all, y'all brought it to black people. Y'all started doing. I was like, man, I really appreciate that and uh but the nigga was so smooth so i come to find out okay yeah. i was like he was the dude in the movie with you right yeah, in, yeah. or the show, the show uh and St- and stepford and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. i was like yeah i remember you fighting rome in that joint <laughs> <laughs> i was like i think that's the only scene i saw but i was that like i remember was, that it's funny because he came up and was he was like cool What's up? And he was like he, he bought me a drink and then he was like yeah man i just want to say i appreciate you inviting me out da, da, da. i was like i saw good man and then he, he dabbed me up and they did the same tip to hash. I was like, what's this, 1920? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude oh, was like, smooth. You don't work. You might as well use it. it. Was, he, he was so smooth, it just came off cartoony. Yeah, and that, yeah, it was like, so it was like <laughs> yo, this is this not real. This dude with this hat he and had his the, fedora. Uh, the, the and ascot. His, yeah, he had like the ascot. Yeah. And he would just lay back, cross his legs while he's sitting down, and he'll get up a couple times, and then just start popping. I'm like, what the fuck? So it, felt, it felt like, it, what's the cartoon with the cats? They used to walk it with their shoulders. Yeah. Remember that? The yeah. mold yeah, yeah. With the fedora. That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> and the Tommy guns. He said. Hell yeah. Um, Another uh, news, uh, car had got towed last week. Oh, my God. I just want to say, like. This Saturday, right? This No, nah, this was on Thursday. Oh, shit. Sure. A real Saturday. He wouldn't have made it to the pub. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have made it. <laughs> the thing about Damn. car towing is, me and Cameron talked about it a little bit. It was like, that feeling of coming back and not seeing your car. Is 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 a top five worst feeling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, cause I was at Venice 
uh, with Gomez and Jesse, and we chilling. And Jesse had a meeting. Me and Gomez, I'm showing him Venice Beach, and I'm coming back to the car. And I had just parked it like at twelve thirty. I put uh, two hours on the uh, meter. On the meter. And so I was like, all right, good. We walk, we go, chilling. We show up. There's niggas out there working out, playing ball. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Every time I go out there, I think about white men can't jump because I feel like that's the beach they was at. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't jump. But I'm walking back, and I see a Cadillac where the car was. was. And I was like, okay, I'm probably on the wrong street. Like, yeah, 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 So yeah, I walked yeah. past that. I was like, this Okay, so you didn't even think, yeah, okay, I, yeah, I, no. I, I didn't park there. I didn't park there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't park there. Yeah. I walked past, and I was like, Ain't no other street. I was like, you know what? The Cadillac probably parked in front of my car because it was a Cadillac truck. This nigga was going through so yeah, yeah. much self-denial, oh, yeah. dog. Yeah, the, <laughs> he was going through so much denial. Like, the Cadillac is probably just in front of the, the car. I can't see it. So let's just walk over there. So I'm walking over there and I'm looking. And as, a, as I'm walking, I feel my self-esteem going lower and lower mm. <laughs> as I'm walking. Self-esteem and, at 10%. <laughs> walking, and I'm like, all right. So I get to the car. I look around the car. It's gone. I'm like, all right, stolen or towed? I was like, it's not stolen. I was like, stolen wasn't even. I was like, somebody towed the car. So I went. I'm asking people that are there. I was like, did anybody see a tow truck in there? And they're like, no. This guy comes out the store. He was like, yeah, you had the truck, man? I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. Unfortunately, they came by like 20 minutes ago. And I was like, wait, but I paid all my parking. So, like, let me try to call somebody. And that's the sucky part about getting your car towed. There's no primary number for Right. You got to call. Mine. I had to call the LA County down in Venice, which then directed me to some three one one number. Which then man. directed me to the police station. This will piss me off. Which the directed me to the t- off, I was yeah. like, nigga, I just want to know where the car where the- They don't and leave you no type of note. It's no nothing. No, it's just, just fuck nothing. you. It's- we taking your car. <laughs> That's what it I was just like, yo. And I was mad, but I was like, all right, I gotta stay calm because I gotta figure out where the car is. So then I finally call they tell me where the car is at. They said it was a registration mishap. So I'm like, all right, well, we got to figure this out. Then that started a whole adventure because it was like, all right, well, this is what you got to do. First, you got to go by the DMV. And I'm like, the DMV? I already know that's going right, to be right. midday. Midday. It's like 2.30. Oh, Lord. And so I was like, all right, I got to go by the DMV. They was like, first, you got to go by the DMV and get a one-day release form. Then once you get that one day release form, you got to go to the uh, to the Los Angeles uh, Department of Transportation, mm-hmm. and then they got to give you a certificate to say you can come get the car from oh us. Then when you get to us, you got to pay two hundred and ninety three dollars to get the car out. Yo. I said, yo. <laughs> I'm like, this shit is a scam. But you didn't do that when we first moved out here and got told you didn't have to do all that. No, I didn't have to do all that. But because it was a registration thing, Mm, I had to go. mm, mm, mm. And so, like, that makes me realize why mass shootings happen. That right there. (laughs) That shit right there will make you fucking lose your mind. Because I'm like, and now, okay, so I was like, it's ten, it's two thirty, so I'm like, all right, the DMV closed at five, and the Department of Transportation closed at five. Because my best, because I'm trying to get it out that day because past 24 hours it goes up to 336 dollars and then they add 60 dollars an hour after that 60 dollars <laughs> what type hour. of shit is that, that Hold on, like, so if you don't pick it up for the if day you don't pick it up in the 24 hour period like if i get told at 12 yeah if i don't get it by 12 that next day 
that's you. They go up a hundred, and then every hour after that, sixty dollars. No, it's it, the original cost is two ninety three. No, so, I know, but I'm saying if you don't get in twenty four hours, it, it goes it go up to, 100. It go to three thirty six. Oh, okay, okay. And then it goes up sixty dollars an hour after that. Whew. I said, shit, dog. They, that's smart though. That makes you you can't play around. Go oh no, you your, can't play around. Get your shit so they can get their money. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go. That's and crazy, so I get dog. to the DMV at like three, nigga. Line out the door. Line out the door so bad that they got chairs outside the door to the street. Hold on. Why did they tow it? Because it was a registration, registration mishap. Like, oh, so, yeah. Okay, okay. So, because you got here, you got to do smog tests and all this stuff. So, I'm outside the DMV. I'm like, there's no way I'm making it here by five. I get in the DMV at 420. So, I'm out there for like an hour and 20 minutes. And then I get in there and I tell the lady what happened. She doesn't even make me. I'm thinking I'm going to have to take a ticket and sit down. She like, if I give you a ticket sit down, you're not going to make it. So I'm going to just write you the slip so you can go. I was like, oh, thank you. Then I get to the Department of Transportation. They like, oh, well, you need a notary form and all that. No, it was, it was a lot. Long story short, I got the car out, but tow places, they a scam. <laughs> how are you getting around? Uh, oh, so luckily, it's, uh, it's funny just how things work out. Uh, my homie Gomez in town. Shout out to Gomez. He was on the Boss Talk podcast. He was in town, so he was with me. Yeah. He, we met a friend, one of his friends last night that he knew from Atlanta. He called her because she lived close by Venice Beach, and she just came and helped us out. And oh, helped us thank God. That, that was the, the blessing people. in it because I was like, man, we would have had to Uber to this place to that place to come back and all this shit. Right. But after something like that happened, in your mind, you're like, I just want to go home. <laughs> you just want to go home, man. Go home, no, first thing you think, I knew I should have stayed that, home. That's, 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 that shit was so funny because Roman texted us the situation. What was the first thing you put? It's you like, you like, come home. Yeah, you were like, that, just come, come on home. home. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, they come done on after home. that. Come <laughs> home. Yeah, they done. Home. Because <laughs> if you get if you got it out and got told again, I'm oh no, like, that's right, yeah, that, right, now yeah. that's your fault. Yeah, that's <laughs> my thing is the whole moral of the story to me is don't complain if you get a parking ticket. Because it's yeah, way better to get that ticket and get towed. That's very true. Like, I would much rather see that but ticket what's fucked up? It's towed. like, that means there are tow trucks actively looking for people in Venice Beach just to tow like, them for something. I don't think it's the no, tow no, company. It it's the, the parking police. Yeah, the it was the police that day. They'll do it. That, and that's whack. They must have just been riding around the, just patrolling. And I guess since Venice is a busy area, I guess they just They got to meet their quota. They in cahoots. Yeah, they got to meet their quota. You know, that's the first thing my mama says. They in cahoots. They in cahoots. Speaking of my mom, I gotta say this. So I called my mom the, the yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Pam. I called Pam. I okay. Facetime Pam. I'm like, oh, what you doing? She's like, oh, I'm chilling. Uh, she was in a robe, banana colored robe. <laughs> so we chilling. I see like a little a device on the table behind her, and I'm like, uh, what's that? Because I hadn't never seen it. She was like, oh, that's my Alexa. I ordered it um, not too long ago. I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was the video one. I was like, I ain't never seen that. I was like, well, tell it to pull up Dormtainment video. So. She's like, Alexa, uh, pull up Dormtainment videos. Our whole YouTube pops up the video. She can scroll through. Oh, oh that's that's. Hold on. It's, there's a screen there's a sc- in It's it? like a circular screen. Like it's a circular Alexa and it got a screen on it. How, yeah. how big is the screen? Like, I don't know, It's honestly like a like one of them eight ball. I mean, you remember them big eight okay, ball? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like that big. But she said it. Our videos pop up. She can scroll through it wow. and, and play. I was that's like, dope. well, that's cool. So I was like, when'd you get that? She was like, I got it about a month or so ago. <clears throat> and she was like, uh, um, she was like, yeah, you know, th- this what got me. Because <laughs> she was like, hey, you know, Flip is, uh, you know, getting older. I know he going to be out of the house soon. Duh. First off, that sound like a, a husband leaving so or something. <laughs> but 
and she was like, and I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I be lonely. I just sit here and talk to Alexa. I said, wait, wait. I said, this sound like Black Mirror. I said, so you be at the house just talking to it? She said, yeah. I'll just ask Alexa questions. I was like, damn, you you okay. been you been lonely, ma? <laughs> and she was like, I mean, yeah. And you know what? And it was funny because I was like, sometimes I forget that my mother is a woman. Yeah. Like I forget uh, that uh, most most people, uh, <laughs> most guys especially forget how their mom is still like she's a she's a woman. So like she's not married anymore. She's in the house by herself. All her kids are out the house, and so I was like, I could see how I was like, what you be asking is you was like, I don't know. Sometimes I'd be like, Alexa, what's the weather in Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you just be in there really tough. She's like, yeah, and it's honestly, it's entertaining because I'm, I'm learning at the same time that I'm asking Alexa stuff. And I was like, interesting. Then I said, mom, you know what? You ever download a tent? Dog, that's hilarious. Dog, Dog you never. get your mom on Tinder. <laughs> I had to say, it was such a good job. That's <laughs> hilarious. I'm not getting on no app, no dating app. She's like, oh, I'm fine. She's like, she was like, the thing is, being lonely is, isn't is always a bad thing. She was like, I'm actually content with where I'm at because, like she said, like, I've been married twice. I'm not necessarily pressed to get married again. Well, Having, not being lonely, yeah, being alone. Being alone. Yeah, yeah, being yeah, alone yeah. is not bad. She was like, sometimes, yes, I do get lonely, but she was like, it's not going to force me to just start dating anybody, talking to anybody. She was like, I'm comfortable by myself. My mom's kind of a like an introvert, intro extrovert. She's like yeah, yeah, kind, yeah. Of, kind of both. So she's sure. fine by herself but it was just funny i was like damn my mama out here uh a lesbian she dating alexa <laughs> oh, that's hilarious <laughs> hilarious that is so interesting though like what is no, like, but it made me how, think about the future like yeah yeah, yeah. it made me think about her like yeah, it, made yeah. me think about, it just made me think about like that's people keeping company with but technology that, like but that that makes sense because when my dad had to move back to the bahamas for a year and my mom was at the house alone that's all she'd be talking about I'm lonely. Here. Ain't nobody here. I wish he could come back. See, all them jokes I used to make when I used to say, "Go back to your country." Now like, see, you spoken into this. this all those years, some jokes. It came but true. you know what? If if when we all eventually move yeah. out of one house, yeah. I think we're gonna have that same sensation. Yeah. I think I think there's gonna be times, I mean, and that's what Mike's, Mike's I think said. We'll he, be in the, in our own apartment, whatever our own I'm house so or whatever kind of like, damn. And like, I wish said, there was somebody I could just talk that's to. That's the first like, thing Mike said. He was like, we're so used. He said, we forget because we're in close quarters. Yeah. We forget that people don't have, like, people yeah. can be at the We, we forget or, to appreciate it because, yeah. honestly, a lot of people do get, especially moving to L.A., yeah. get yeah, lonely yeah. out here being by themselves. They don't got no one. Then they start looking for love yeah. or start looking for all other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, it, like, we, to have each other out here, that's, that's really a blessing. And the thing is, and Mike was like, I think I need five years by myself. <laughs> <laughs> he said before I before I move in with anybody, he was like, when I move into my house, where he's like, I think I need a good five yeah, yeah, yeah. by by myself. You know what the most exciting part of it is for me? What I just want to organize my fridge That's with everything what? I like and just have stacked. Like mm-hmm. if I like organize like, fridge, certain fruits, or <laughs> yeah, certain, certain fruits yeah, or certain yeah. drinks I like. Just being a row, I always wanted to do that. Just yeah. have my own. This yeah. And then go in decorating this place, making my own. I but can't I, wait. I was like, what if my mom came to me and was like, you know, I, 
I found somebody I'm talking to, and it's the Alexa, but maybe it's a nigga, like a nigga voice on there. Alexa, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Alexa. Uh, like Alex or something like no, that. That's hilarious. <laughs> she, she out here dating, dating a robot, but hey, you should ch- tell her to change it to that. Ch- change, change it, to, like you could change, change it to a guy's voice or a girl's probably, voice. Probably I, think. Yeah, I think I think I don't know what Alexa, or I'm is not, that just Google? It might something. be. I'm I'm not sure. I gotta, but that's kind of it was just, it yeah. was kind of funny to me when she said. I feel it though, cause I got my Google. I forgot what the name of yeah, it, yeah. but I, I use it Google for Play. weather. I use it for traffic. I use it for you know, for meditation. I use it for a lot. I love that thing. Damn. That shit all scares me too, man. Yeah, I see. I mean, I, you've been unplugged yours a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I plug my... it back in sometimes to listen to like a podcast if I'm using my phone for something. Oh, okay, guys. Gotcha. But this the future you want. You want you ready for the robots? Am I? Yeah. And when we talk about, I said, "Fuck all that robot stuff." You like, man, it's the future. Let it happen. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's scary, but I mean, I ain't gonna stop progression. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. But Google. I'm not necessarily like campaigning. Bring the robots. This, this is a quick thing I wanted to touch on because we, when we were coming back from the party, we stopped at Cactus to get burritos. Of course. <laughs> you know who who I did was no. The bad influence of the group. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the hey, bad listen. influence. The one your mom say, "I don't want you hanging out with that boy." <laughs> so is them darker skinned niggas. <laughs> what is it? And I'm just trying to figure out what is it about late night eating that hits. Like, what is there? Is this? Is it like a scientific? Like, is it? A, I think well, what it, it is. Be if you, you intoxicated, yeah. yeah. If you if you drunk, but if, I feel like even if we wasn't intoxicated, it was still dancing. Hit. You worked up a you worked up appetite. No, for if sure. You, I, if you sweating, I know I was yeah. sweating that night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had on a jacket. Is I didn't drink. I feel but. like there's something about late night eating. Like it's almost like a. It's almost like how some people like to like have sex and like fitted room stuff because it's like a thrill of getting caught yeah, yeah late yeah. night eating i know is bad for me yeah yeah yeah. but it's so good but it's good but look it's a difference too <laughs> only late night cooking that you can just get i don't want to come back and, and cook. cook yeah it's and not gonna it, hit the it, same. It, it's too much work yeah. i just want to yeah. grab it and come home and yeah. eat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it, the eating out after being at, out after you being know what i'm saying out. it's yeah. not necessarily just because i honestly you do it's like eating after a workout yeah. To me, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you go dance, especially if you're dancing out all night mm-hmm. or whatever, you work up a sweat, you just worked out. You're about to go grab some food. Yeah. Now, depending on what type of food, yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, probably going to be bad. Be bad. Food, some greasy probably is. At like, least you know you put in a little work before you ate that food. You <laughs> <laughs> got in a little sweat before you ate that We had shrimp burritos with fries. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah we got wild. Yeah, we got a little With wild. fries this time? Yeah, we got, Damn. We got a little wild. It was a wild weekend. <laughs> Where Where is that place at again? Hollywood on Vine. Yeah, they got like three of them. There's one in Hollywood, one in North Hollywood. But you only eat cactus late at night. Like, I only want cactus after midnight. It's the only time I ever it's eat good it. After, it's good at the I never had it midday. I don't want it midday. Slapping. I only want it after midnight. And then Mike yesterday, after we uh, went to uh, Azardee's little thing, um, we're coming home. And Mike's like, hey, Rome, you think you can uh, pull in the wing stop? And I was like, this nigga. Damn. So he pulls in the wing stop. I text Cam because I'm in the car. The smell from the parking lot mm-hmm. is ringing, nigga. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it is slapping me. 
Then Mike comes in with the bag and the fries, and then I said, "You are about to have a good day." Oh my god! As Did he say just, if it was lemon pepper? Or it was lemon pepper. Ooh. It was lemon. It was lemon oh pepper. I was like, "Man, this this guy is living. Oh he's living a good life. He living. He living a good life." So he just Come takes on. it to another night. He, oh yeah, no, he takes. I like because <laughs> he was with us at Cactus and ate there too. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on, he ate at Cactus, then went to Wings. No, no, that the was next day. Oh, next, yeah, next day. The next day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So that's all the weekend. That nigga's really gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, burrito, fries, wings, and fries. So the other thing that happened over the weekend, the second episode of Euphoria came out. And let me tell you right now, that show's fire. Yeah, that's it. The way they shoot that show, yeah. the way they telling this story. The pacing's way, crazy. The pacing, the, the cinematography, this show is fire. I said I don't know how many cranes they got on set because I feel like every shot is moving fast, like it's like yeah, swinging or like <laughs> like that, that shit. That shit's crazy. Like that show's amazing thus far. Like, I'm, it, it, that show's amazing, and I'm probably gonna stop watching it because it is so fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, that shit's <laughs> like crazy. honestly, I watched that shit and I finished last night. I had to <laughs> put my. I had to put the shit down and just like sit back on my bed and think for a second. I'm now, like, what, yo, I gotta watch some cartoons or something. What's this the, shit? Is, which part is depressing about just all the drugs or like just the not just the fucking people's the lives, people's man. Lives. I didn't want to see the dude beat up the other yeah, dude. That, He's that, like that shit. That, that, that fucking wait, 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 hold the on. main. Wait, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. <laughs> The if main, you haven't seen it yet. The main <laughs> drug dealer started, you know, what he did to Zendaya's yeah, character. That was a she great wouldn't scene. listen. Was, was he, they were acting. Fantastic they were acting. The fact, the fat girl going through her fucking shit, getting her online, and because of being fucking peer pressured, like everything just makes me so <laughs> sad. Like I really, it is. I dog. Like it, there's this movie that came out in the 90s that it feels like it's heavily inspired by yes. called Kids. Like it feels when I I saw that movie when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. That shit fucked me up. I remember being like, "What the fuck? I've never seen shit like that. Niggas raping people, getting AIDS at the end, like all this dark shit." And this move, this show reminds me of that, and it's great. Like yeah, I yeah, love yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. you know anything that makes me feel something, I consider it yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But honestly. Like where it puts me in space, it makes me feel really weird. I, I'm probably honestly after this week, I'll probably be fine. Like you know, yeah, watch yeah. it again by Sunday. But yesterday, yeah, I, yeah that shit was I intense. Felt like especially watching it by myself too. I was watching yeah, it. And yeah. I was just like, whoa. I got it. I got it. That day, yeah, that's that's it. Like I low key break was a little uncomfortable with the beat ups. I was like, shit, man. <laughs> I was Everything. Like, the, the whole the opening scene was amazing. Yeah, the, the the, with scene. his dad. Yo, I mean, was, his life growing uh -huh. up. That shit made me disturbed as yeah, fuck. Oh yeah, like, no, that was. Like, just, they taking it there. They definitely taking oh, it there. Man, fuck. <laughs> I'm good at um being in tune with my emotions, mm -hmm. but then also detaching from it. So I don't get sad from watching it. Mm -hmm. It's like this is some See, sad that's shit. That's the last thing I want to do with I want to feel something when I No, watch I feel it, but I don't let it affect me where I'm feeling depressed. Yeah, 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 or I'm yeah. feeling like, oh, I can't watch this. Mm -hmm. So I feel every emotion like, man, this is sad. Like, whoa, but I can detach from it where it's not gonna make me sad. Mm -hmm. Like I'm nah. Like even like watching Handmaid's Tale, that shit is heavy and it's a terrible situation. But I don't get sad. I, I, I remember, okay, this is a show. Mm -hmm. And this is even at least Handmaid's Tale is like obviously fictional. Like it takes place in a fictional world or whatever. This is like this is here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's definitely like, here. 
Fuck, man. Yeah, it's a, it's and a great I'm feeling show. bad for her sister, like what yeah. she got to mm-hmm. go through. The mom, seeing that they did had like a little montage moment yeah. of her trying to get out the room. Yeah. That reminded me of some shit when I was a kid. Like just, like, oh man, that shit. Was when hard. I seen that, I was like, "Am I ready to be a parent?" <laughs> that shit was tough. And, I was and like, the fucked up thing is, it's like to me, it's it's putting your kids on drugs. Honestly, like when you put when you do shit like that, like she doesn't know how to cope with the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, once yeah. she started as a kid, her mom and dad, whoever the fuck, decided to give her, you know, all these Ritalin or whatever they try to give kids who have ADD and shit. You know, they try to put my little brother on that shit. Yeah, and that shit is just like, yo, you don't know what you're doing to these kids. Now they can't cope with life as soon as they you take them off of it. They don't know what the fuck's going on. It seems like everything's loud. And then they got to get back on it. Like, they got to get back on something, whether mm-hmm. it be weed, X, uh, whatever. You know, all the other drugs in the world. And the bad part these days, they grow up on that social media. So it was like oh, extra yeah. oh, pressure, extra, extra so- exposure to stuff. So us growing up, we didn't have it until late. Yeah, they have yeah, it yeah. from elementary oh, on. Yeah, so early. they going to have psychological issues that we never had to deal with yeah. times 10. Yeah. Just based on that. Because the whole, the big girl, um... Her whole arc right now is all this peer pressure, and all the stuff, social media mm-hmm. pressure, her friend pressure. And now she's starting to like it. And now she's starting to like maybe mm-hmm. going to start camming now. It's like, man, this is mm-hmm. a wild world. It's pressure, Do anything man. It for feels money. bad like, for people, man. Like geez. that, that, that ins- you have insecure, especially you're a kid. You know, if you don't have like the best guidance in the world or uh-huh. anything, like you, you just, it's hard. You can fuck up a uh-huh. kid quick. You can fuck up a child quick. Uh-huh. And, and, and I don't know, man. And it Especially just, in the social media area. And it just goes back to what you know after you leave high school. High school don't mean shit. Yeah, it don't. Yeah, it it's doesn't, not it the end That's of the That's the first world. thing they need to teach kids in high school. <laughs> they do. This don't mean shit, but you got to do yeah, it. Do so it. let's just let's enjoy get through it. it. Yeah, you know? and, and try to enjoy it. Try to learn some stuff. So you And if you want to do something, so focus on what you want to do. But, but have them people shit. you never but go see again. From a social standpoint, it don't mean shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, yeah. yeah, and I always felt like that's why I was terrible in, in, in school. Yeah, like yeah. I was terrible in school. Like I, I'm, I, I was surprised I graduated like terrible. Yeah, now because you, you were terrible just because you just was like fucking this shit. Like I was just don't, I don't need this. No, nah, it was never back. Like it was just like I just don't get. I don't. I felt like an alien. I felt like. I was I was weird in the sense where I could hang out with like I was on a football team mm-hmm, and I played sports mm-hmm. so I was able to hang out with certain people it was like my one of my best friends was on a basketball team it was like so star. y'all was had deep convos on the bench N- fuck no <laughs> I don't have no co- <laughs> like I, when I just joke. look at how niggas act in high <laughs> yeah, school and middle school like I would never I just don't get it and I didn't yeah, get yeah. teachers even I just didn't get like what the fuck are we doing here like what is this and then when we start learning certain shit that I like I'm like yo this feels like if I'm learning World War 2 in history class and how they taught kids how they program children how to act and shit through what, what they did mm-hmm. in school by standing up and Nazi I'm like we doing the same shit here though and i and i'm learning this at an early early age watching shit like like i'm watching random and i'm just like i don't fucking get none of this like doing why do i have to study right now i don't get like none i don't even remember pledge allegiance do i don't even remember the word i don't want to learn what these people are learning <laughs> i don't want to talk like people and then i felt i felt like a non-niggas is just dumb like I, I it was bad and the only thing that probably kept me up was playing football because you had to 
you had to add that 2.0 yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> to play. So that was the only thing that kept me. And then one year too, I had a fucking, I had to take off almost half the half the football season because I I fucked up with grades. So like I, so I just seeing those kids, I just feel like I I, I get it and it hurts. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, damn yeah, yeah. man, they just lost in a fucking world of just yeah. shit. That's what got me through high school playing football. Like all right, I got to keep my GPA up for that. And then I was like. Okay, I want to. I want to move out of Florida. I want to go away for college. So I was like, I need grades so I can do that because I don't want to get stuck here. So that was my two motivations. By by, by my eleventh grade year, though, I knew I was like, especially after what happened, I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna play football in my life. Like this ain't gonna be it. And that that made it worse. And then <laughs> and then by the time senior year coming, where I can miss half, like you you get half. What was it? Quarter days, half yeah, days, something, or something yeah. like that. Oh, no, we didn't get that. Oh, y'all ain't oh, get yeah. that. Damn, Florida trash. Yeah, for real. You said quarter days? Yeah. Or yeah. Half days? Half days so I forgot. Yeah. I mean, we had a, like an early release days, but not like. That? <laughs> no, I thought about. you meant like y'all get that more than often because early release, you get what, twice a year? Where everyone gets out early. No, not no, just no, the no, seniors. no, no. Nah, like, you, once you get, like, I only had like, I didn't have to take all the, cl- like, I already finished most of my classes by the yeah. time. I don't know. A lot of seniors got to have off. Like, yeah. you, you, I know ninth grade, we had a whole day off because we were so overcrowded. So I guess <laughs> it made up for it there. I had Mondays off all year. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. was great. In ninth grade? Mm-hmm. Three-day weekend. That's fantastic. And then, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then if it was like, I think, a three-day weekend where everyone had Monday, I think we had the next day off or something. So. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. the people who had Fridays and Mondays had the best because it was – Somebody had a day off every day of the week. But mm. I was like, thank God I had Mondays. So yeah, I had that three-day weekend. Yeah, that's great. It was beautiful. You can't beat that. Yeah, so man. beautiful. Um, but yeah, man, that, School, that shit's man. crazy. Um, them kids them kids need to get jobs. <laughs> Some real shit. But you wanted <laughs> to talk about Bob Lazar. Yeah, that was a really good. And first of all, Charlemagne Schultz. Shout out to y'all, man. So, so happy they were on Joe Rogan. When I saw Joe that, Rogue. that made my heart smile. One of the people smile. I wanted on there, so that's off the list. That yeah. made my heart smile. Next yeah. has to be either Donald Trump or Kanye. Donald yeah. Trump will break the internet. Donald that's, Trump that's the on Joe one Rogan you, will you, break you want. the fucking Oh, yeah, that'll be But I want Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle, too. Eddie Murphy yeah. will be dope as fuck. Well. Eddie Murphy and will be Dave great. Chappelle, yep. But Donald Trump, number one, that'll break the internet. Yeah. Everyone um, watching that. But Bob Lazar, this dude is a former uh, physicist, I think. Um, worked for the government um, when he was younger, in his 20s, during the 80s. And he was on Joe Rogan and talking about basically Area 51. Mm-hmm. And blowing my fucking mind away. Incredible. Incredible. I mean, the interview was like, yo, if every, and he seems like a, and I went back to look at old videos, okay? So the whole thing is this guy supposedly worked at a a facility close to Area 51. What a lot of people don't know is that the government owns a large, large part of Nevada Mm -hmm. where Area 51 is. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Area 51 is not their only thing. They have areas all around he worked at s24 he, so. he worked at s24 which according to him is like in What's a mountain um, can somebody explain to me what s24 is s24 is like area like, 51, area, 51 another, area another. s24 you know whatever gotcha. okay like but they have several of those i mean if that's 24 and 51 mm, mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they have one through whatever right you know what i'm saying all, all over the place but he talked about you know when he was younger 
Um, and I encourage everybody to go listen to this podcast because, you know, this is more reason why if you're in high school, probably if I would have watched this in high school, it would have fucked me up more because I would have been like, oh, none of this shit matters. <laughs> Aliens exist. None of this shit matters. Like we, we but listening to him, um, he, he basically when he was younger in his early 20s, he created a hot. He had a Honda that he attached a jet engine to. Mm-hmm. And in his city, where I forgot where he was, some small city in Nevada, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. He started getting a lot of attention for it. Like he got in the paper and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And when it was happening, uh, w- when he did that, he got invited to come work for uh, one agency or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And from that agency, he was doing well. So they picked him up for this secret project. Yeah. That all he knew is that he didn't know what he was going to going to do, but they just told him some cutting edge stuff. They want to come. This is around 1988. Yeah, somewhere around there. The boy was one in 89. (laughs) Um, So he he takes on the offer. And the first place they take him to is Area 51. He said the first day it was just all paperwork, all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He just, it was literally like three hours of filling out work. He didn't really see anything. That was it. And uh, then they took him to. S24. S24. And he said the first crazy thing he saw was a, a, flying, saucer. a flying saucer. He was like, they had it on there with an American flag put on it. And I was like, what the fuck? He was like, he was like, I went up and touched it. And he said, got I immediately reprimanded. got reprimanded. <laughs> like the, the officer told me, keep walking straight. No, no. When you say a flying saucer, as in they had it like a model, like not a model, but nah, it had, they, they had it in there. They, they had were it working in there. on it. Yeah, he said. He said he looked at. He was, and okay. they said there was more stuff in there. But the off, like these are armed guards yeah, told so him they, keep his yeah, head yeah. straight and keep walking. Like, and um, took him to his section, and in his, you know, th- basically what they do, and this is this is what a lot of, you know, like people in power they do this. I think this is even forty eight laws of power, but. They split up scientists so nobody has complete information, right? Groups of scientists. Mm-hmm. So one group could be working on the engine of the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Another group could be working on the weapons of the mm-hmm. spaceship. Another group could be working on the, you know, just door hinges and like what what the material, the metals made mm-hmm. out of or whatever, whatever. They have different sections. And those scientists in those groups are only allowed to talk to the, no, son, yeah. the in the group. Okay, the ones in their group. And um, his job was to work on a little contraption that was, I think, a basketball size, he said. Mm -hmm. And it basically created fucking gravity. He said, there's nothing on this earth we had. He said the guy that was already working on it. He said, first of all, he was replacing somebody, a scientist that had died. Got killed. He got, got killed. And he said he didn't know the total extent of it. He just heard that. He got he died on a project yeah, yeah, like yeah, something yeah. they didn't know. He said he saw one of the things look like they tried to cut into it and it might have exploded or something. But um, and so, he also said if you can create gravity, you can make anything in science fiction real, like yeah. force fields and and time, and like you time can bend time. You said he says it's in, almost impossible to create gravity, but that's what they're working on trying to create it. And if they create it, then it's limitless. Like you said, you can win any war because you'll put a force field around your 
you're 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 playing and nothing could damage it. So right. like you'll be able to do whatever. I gotta and, go watch. And this interview. this basketball type thing, I think it was a part of an engine. They were yeah, trying yeah, to figure yeah. out how it was used, and it was used by this certain um element yeah. that when you put it in, it, it turned it, it activated it. And he said his uh, co scientist asked him to touch it, mm-hmm. and when he tried to touch it, it had a gravitational foot. He said he tried to touch it, and his hand would just push away. Like he couldn't touch it. He was like, "This is a force field around mm-hmm. it," and. He said the whole facility he found out because of one day. Like, imagine a big, big facility with barn, big ass doors and mm-hmm. stuff. He said all the doors were open and he saw nine ships. Different. He said nine all different, different. ships. One was circular, like sphere. Another one was square. Cute. Another one was shaped like a jello mold type of thing. And he said they all different. And that was the only time he saw all nine of them. And, um, and they were telling, he was like, and Joe asked him, like, where did these things come from? Like, what are they? He was like, the he doesn't know for sure. And he and this is why like he was being as honest as he could, mm-hmm. but he was like, he doesn't know for sure, but he remembers, he thinks he remembers hearing one time that at least one of them was found in an archaeological dig. That means those things are ancient. Mm-hmm. Those are aliens or something that was here a long, mm-hmm. long fucking time. And if they had that ago. technology back then, imagine what they got now. Duh. Exactly. Or if they even exist now. Like, who they knows? They got if- to. They got to, man. They got to. That's like saying we existed here. Like- no, man. The universe is too crazy. Like, this man, we was talking about black. No, no, no. Hulk. no. I don't think you're here to understand what I'm saying. They might have destroyed themselves. Okay. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying that who knows a a million years from now, who knows we're going to be on this planet. We we don't know if we're going to destroy ourselves, a meteor hits. We don't know what the fuck. But niggas with gravitation. They said, I heard, they said if God has a superpower, it would be gravity. That's how how powerful gravity, like gravity Mm. as a, it could do anything. anything. It could do anything. So anyway... He saw the nine ships. They told him it could have been found in archaeological. He's dropping all these fucking gems of information. I'm just blown My away. Mind was blown. And he's been doing this since. So anyway, uh, he fucks up one day at the facility, mm-hmm. and he fucks up by I forgot how what led to it, but he ended up taking some. There was test flights for the ships yeah, yeah, yeah. that he would go out and see, and he said they would get up like this. They would come off the ground basically silent. And he said one of the military, their supervisor of their group mm-hmm. came out and said, come look at this since it was their ship that they were working on. Come just analyze this. And so it was a test flight day. And he said he saw a takeoff. It, it, it came up off the ground and it was just silent. It would move. They would do small tests back and forth. All this stuff. And the dude, uh, the director of a documentary that was on Joe Rogan's show mm-hmm. of, with the guy, Bob Lazar, um, he was saying that s- some other information he got that they had tracked. Uh, they were trying to see how fast this thing would go. Mm-hmm. They had tracked the spaceship. It went 60 miles away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And their radar was tracking it and picked it up that it was in the next location, 60 miles away within 60 seconds. And Joe asked, he was like, so it was going a mile per second? He was like, no, 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 no. He was like, the radar system takes time to update. So it read it in 60 seconds. For all we know, it could have been there instantaneously. Oh, shit. 60 miles away. like, And so it was blowing my mind. And so anyway, he got his hands on the test flight. Uh, he said on test flight schedule, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
and um something happened to him to where he where became, he took it, he started taking his friends to go view it and like but but the reason night. why he took his friends something happened to where he was like I don't know what's gonna happen to me like I before I just need to tell somebody yeah, yeah. so he told a couple friends listen you don't have to believe me I'll take you to show you out there yeah. and he took them out there and they all saw it. Apparently, all of them saw this ship come up and yeah. fly right, do maneuvers and all this shit. And um, the uh, the uh, one at one point they recorded it. Okay, did you see the footage too? Mm-mm. It's on. It's it's like you can see one of it online. It's very. This is the '80s, so they had yeah, big ass yeah, camcorders, yeah. right, and not very good quality. But you do see this like thing in the sky moving weird and shit. Like it's crazy. Um, so they they got it some on footage. And um, and the third time he went, he said they got too cocky. They started bringing out like a what they say a trailer, Winnebago, tra- Winnebago, and I don't know if they were grilling. Yeah. <laughs> he said they got too cocky, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said him and his friend were talking shit, like saying like, "Oh, they don't know we're gonna take over the facility and take the take that." Just fucking around, right? He said as soon as they said that, they saw something roll over to them and it was green light on the end of it and what it was it was a night vision goggles he said it was it's pitch black at night when they went out there yeah so he said when he looked in front of them about 20 armed guards with scopes on them were listening to them the whole time they knew everything and they approached them and they came up and they took him in and he got in trouble he got it he said he got in trouble the next uh, day they did like you know you're not supposed to bring your friends right we agreed to this and then they got serious and it was this whole story about his wife and yeah, all this gotta, other thing. But anyway, he ended shit. up getting kicked out the program, and he had to tell more people because he thought they might kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they're just going, oh, they don't need me now. I'm yeah. in trouble. And, you know, um, so he came out to the media and told – and people have been trying to debunk him since 89 That's or 90, crazy. whenever he came out, That's and trying to destroy him. And randomly – since that time, stuff has went missing. Social security, like his uh, birth certificate. Well, you can let them watch the rest now because we yeah, gave yeah, him yeah. a lot. We gave him yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, watch it. It's a fucking amazing. It'll blow your mind. And if it don't have you thinking more about the universe and like what we are and like what the fuck, like. Like, they even got into conversations like, who knows? Like, what if we're just programs to build something for whatever the the next civilization is. Yeah. But it's just very interesting. The last two things I'll say about it was interesting when they said the apes have entered the Stone Age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. Talking they're about using evolving. tools now and they're using spears to fish. I'm like, that's some Planet Ape shit. Yes. Yeah. But, and then the last thing I'll say is I watched the Netflix documentary. Okay. I started it. Like, the first oh, 10 minutes. Yeah, the oh, okay. dude's thing. Know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know it was on Netflix. It's bad. It's bad? He's a bad filmmaker, <laughs> oh, the way it damn. starts off. And so I went back to the comments. I see people in there, I wish a better f- filmmaker duh, made this duh, documentary. Or something. Like, the way it starts off is like, what you doing? Are you trying to be like, oh, yeah. I don't yeah, know. The it's director weird. on there seemed a little too much. It was weird. Period. It was weird. But I didn't think, I, I, I got to go back and really watch it. But the first couple minutes, I'm like, this, this is not good. It's not good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got to go check questions. that out. All right, fan, fan questions. questions. And we up out of here. You know, y'all can talk, so ain't no awkward silence while mm. I'm pulling this up. So, yeah. Who, who was playing with you B-ball out there? Z. Uh, Z. I mean, Z and Me, Z, and then three other dudes I met through her. I didn't oh, know okay, any okay. of them, yeah. honestly. But they was all cool dudes. Okay. I was, what's funny about it, what I meant to say, 
we all played with this type of person before. One of the dudes, one of them people, when they get the ball, they can't stop smiling. You know, people are so excited. <laughs> they be so happy that they got that's the ball. Funny. Like, you ever play someone who can't stop smiling that's while they play? Yeah, and that shit funny. was so funny to me. <laughs> I like, dog, you can't even stop smiling right now. It that's made them hilarious. smile. That's a, you funny. That's funny. <laughs> but everyone's real cool. All right, Felicia. Oh, she first question. Hola. So a couple of things. Rome, please, I don't want no beef with you. I know you used to be in a gang, and I don't want your old crew coming after That's hilarious. Me. Cam, in a way, you are right about dick appointments. While we do have options, after doing the dick checklist, the options narrow down to so little. So if my appointment flakes, then I just have to flick the bean myself. Flick the bean. Okay, so to not be a butthole this week, I'm going to ask a really morbid question, so sorry in advance. If your child was to become a serial killer or school shooter or something of that matter, what would your reaction be? I only ask because it's rare that black people do things like this, so I wanted to know your opinions. Also, I decided not to do the threesome because not only was her boyfriend penis too pink for me, but they were expecting me to eat the box and do anal. $500 wasn't huh. worth getting my butthole ripped open for the first time by pink penis. Oh, damn. So, shit. the question is... <laughs> <laughs> even know how if, to answer if, a if school shooting question if your child's become a serial killer or a school shooter or something that matter what would your reaction be did he get his car towed because that could be <laughs> one situation that definitely leads honestly honestly I, I the first no thing idea. i'll be i gotta thinking, pee go ahead i'll be thinking like where did i fail at because i yeah. felt like i'll be yeah. like i felt like i raised that's you the first well thought. like what's gonna come as such a shot like that's because I feel like I would notice that you going through something that dramatic that yeah. may lead you to do this. So either this, my child wasn't showing any of these emotions yeah. and keeping it hidden because I'm very observant. <laughs> but and see, I'm also I'm also very uh, just. So if he does this, is no matter how or he or she would, no matter how much I love them justice has to be certain like it's nothing oh yeah i mean it's nothing I, I can i mean it's nothing i can do you you gotta go to jail you gotta, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sorry because you made this decision so i mean it's nothing i can do to get you out do, of that but yeah, it's, so, yeah, I, think it's, we, I think we both would understand that like <laughs> no but you know some people might but, but you're my parent you're supposed to be on my side like no. i mean i will support you get you through but you you did what you, you did. did what like, you did like, you, like, you killed multiple people for, i guess if it's a school yeah. shooting so it's like there's nothing i could do for you honestly yeah, yeah, I can support good. you. I can be here for you. I can give you scriptures. I can put money on your books. But you, you did the crime. You, yeah. you got to do the time. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. Like, yeah, I'm like Cam. Like, but I, there are serial killers in black communities. It just ain't yeah. the typical like Ted Bundy going around. It's like gangs. Gang, they keep yeah. killing each other, and you kill multiple people. You, you serial yeah, killer. Yeah, it's not in the traditional sense. Um, and and Felicia, I don't. I don't, I don't got no beef with you, man. You know, we all peace and love over here. You know what I'm saying? I left that gang stuff a long, long time ago. I don't really do that stuff no more. So. Tyler Afro Lady Thomas. Hey, guys, it's Nasty Ty, a.k.a. Tinder Ty. <laughs> anyway, I saw an article on Facebook about a woman who had discovered that her husband has shared every intimate detail of their relationship with his best friend for several uh seven to be exact years the best friend would come over in secret the husband would share intimate details about their sex life and showcase videos and pictures oh, shit. the husband let the best friend listen in on them having sex oh, i shared shit. this on my page people got into debate over it however i think this um move on from something wait 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 let me get this got to debate over however i think this was 
going way too far. The woman says she didn't want a divorce, but my question is, how do you move on from something like that? So my question is for you guys as follows. What would you do if the script was flipped and this was done to you? How much have you ever shared with your friends about your significant other? And do you find this disturbing as I do? The woman didn't have a clue that this was going on and oh, had been going yeah. on for several years. So, oh, yeah. I'm about to say, in, in this house, I could just speak for this house is all I know. Whenever there's somebody that we were really involved with, we all know. Like, we, we all know it. Like, and then we'll be like, okay, well, we know that this person is involved with this person, that they're on a serious tip. Cool. We feel uncomfortable. I, like, I know my niggas. Like, so we feel uncomfortable doing anything. We, of course, we comedians, we'll make jokes. That's fine. Like, make jokes. I don't give a fuck. Like, you make jokes all day. But I'm not, if this is my wife, I'm not about uh-uh. to show y'all video. I'll tell uh-uh. like, if something funny has me and my wife, I, I'll tell y'all, because we know we all adults, we have sex. Like, we, we get that. But I'm not going to, like, tell you, like, we was in the bed and, you know, and, we start. I'm not gonna give you that intimate. But he was like, showing videos. He was showing pictures. video. Nah, like that's a that's a bit. Even me, I'll be yo. I'm I'm cool. Like I'm because I gotta see this person. Like uh, the funny thing is, I've never been a big locker room talk type guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They know that in this house. Like I, most that I keep private for the most part. Yeah, yeah. But especially if, if it's my girl, girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm can't. not showing you no video. Yeah, no. Yeah. For for the girls that have sent me stuff in the past, I have a pick lock on my phone mm-hmm. where I take it, put it in there. And delete it from where I am, just yeah. in case if I ever lose my phone just or say case. someone hacked me. Like you would have to get you first. You don't know because it looks like a different app. Yeah. And then you got to have a certain password to get into it. So all the news I ever got, if I if I have them, they're secretly kept yeah, and yeah. protected, just in case. For people that's not even on the level of being my girlfriend. So imagine if it's my girlfriend or yeah, wife. Nah. You ain't seeing nothing. You ain't seeing nothing. Like I'm ha- I'm all fine with. It. If people want to tell me a story, like I don't give a fuck. Like it's fine. Like, people tell sex stories all the time, but I'm not about to show you video <laughs> that's, that's wild like that's why like my wife would know even coming into the situation all right this guy's a comedian he's an entertainer he's probably going to share a certain story if he doesn't stand up he might say, like that's fine i'm not about to be showing no video that's i think that's a bit too too far like that, yeah that's, that's, little, that's that's too much, that's too much. maria g hey cam and rome it's my birthday this week and i'm officially turning 31 welcome to the 31 gang, and up gang, club gang. welcome to the 31 club I'm becoming one of those women who don't want to be reminded they're getting older, but I also feel blessed. I can't complain. How do you guys feel when your birthday comes around and knowing you get a little, you're getting a little older? By the way, you guys need to let me know how much that show fee is. Would love to have you guys host my party one day. Um, for me, I enjoy getting older because yeah. the older I've been getting, the more I've been involved, and it's been getting, it's been getting better. Yeah. Like guys, I guess don't think about age as much as women yeah. do. Like, <laughs> girls never like to say they age, but it's like, we it's, all it's okay. Old, like, it's, fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's, it's the it's circle okay. of life. Like, it's, we it's, all get old. But here's the thing like, we, we, of course, we're over exaggerating when we be like, oh, I'm so old. Honestly, we yeah. still at the beginning of our life. Like, like young. I, honestly, we young. Like, when you 60 and you think back when you're 31, you're like, man, I was so young back then. One of, like, Gary Vee says it all the time, I think he's 43 now, 42, 43. He says, if I could putting myself inside of your body to let you know how great I feel at 43 and how I feel like I'm 21, you wouldn't even question like where you at. So 
yeah, we we gonna make our knee jokes and pain jokes and sleepy jokes. Oh, that's fine. But in in all actuality, we're very young. Like to be honest, no, that's you. the only thing real about getting older. You are gonna get sleepy. Yeah, like, yeah, that's you gonna get sleepy. sleepy. <laughs> you getting sleepy. And the older you get, the more sleepy you are gonna get. So that's you real. Go get sleepy. But like it's forty is not even old to me. Like it's not like mm-hmm. I don't think you old to like sixty five. I think that's where they start senior citizens. I think fifty. I think when you hit fifty, you start getting you getting you getting there. Because I'm looking at Joe Rogan and them. No, no, I ain't saying like you a fit. I just feel like you're 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 on that you're on that path. You're now. on the, you're, you're, you're you're at you're, the you're, midway. Like yeah, you you getting old now. You're, you're getting old. Yeah, you're officially old now. But I, but I don't know if you officially. I think you get. Like, I think old is like sixty. You've been on this earth for fifty years. No, but, but but even but when you look at it in hindsight, say you live to a hundred, that's that's still only half. Like when you really when you but really not everyone lived to a hundred. No, I mean no, of course, of course. But I I don't even know if I want to live to a hundred. Honestly, <laughs> you don't like, want to be. I don't. Older. I don't, don't want to be in diapers, none of that stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Emmanuel, to you, yeah. I say because we talking about because uh, one of oh my asshole. You shit it. Yeah, man. Okay. I had pizza, man. I don't know why I do it to myself. <laughs> the one of our fans uh, asked us about getting older, how we felt, and we was like, you know, I said we make jokes about sleepy and knees and all that stuff. I was like, but in actuality, we're actually really young. We're young guys. But I said to me, I don't think you're old until you're a senior. So you're like sixty five. I just want to think old. And Cam says he says fifty. I said I still think fifty is like. Is, is that's nif- where it starts where you can be like okay i'm old now. i'm getting i'm you're i was gonna say i'm old. older you're 50 you've been on this earth for 50 years but you're i said in hindsight now. if you if you yeah. if you do live to 100 it's still only midway at 50 but living to 100 i mean no no i said i know you're not it's yeah. rare, but but like let's say your lifespan is probably like 85 let's say 85 so you more than halfway to dead you're more than halfway to dead if, 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 if more than halfway case. to dead so, so you you i think you're I don't know because old forties. I never thought was old. I don't think. I, don't think says, so I, I used to hear kids say, "Oh, forty oh, I, For some reason, I never thought that was old. Yeah, like I, I never know. thought forty was old. Fifty. It's right you, there. You, 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 yeah. That's that's like okay. Anything after fifty? If, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Once yeah. you say you fifty one, oh yeah, he's a hey, he's, sir. sir. <laughs> yeah, but sixty, I think sixty is really the defining like. like but you know, I don't know, man. I don't know because I don't consider Will Smith an old dude. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I'm he's saying. He's fifty years old. I don't consider Jay Z. How old is Jay Z? Fifty two. I mean, he's fifty as well. I don't know. Either he's fifty or he's forty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't look at them as old. Like Even when I was listening to Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan, I think is fifty. I believe. Yeah, also. I don't. I don't. I don't see. He don't, he don't see, feel. He don't feel fifty to me. Yeah, you know? it's it's about that too. How you kept up with yourself. Yeah. Like, but if you don't come off, you could be a young fifty or you could be an old fifty. Yeah. I guess. Okay, that's fair. That's. Fair. But like, uh, and not fifty cent, just fifty. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm trying to think of somebody like James Earl Jones. That's old. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, who else? I don't uh, we got more questions. Okay. All right. Well, well, don't just mess up the yeah, rhythm of the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I still have something to talk yeah. about. Then go ahead. <laughs> like Betty White. Yeah. Betty White is dead, but also <laughs> old as shit. Old. <laughs> is she old? Is she alive? Yeah. Betty White's still alive? Yeah. I thought she died like two years ago. No. Betty Damn, man. I'm sorry, Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Betty. She's dead. I'm not, sorry. I used not, to fuck up some Golden Girl. Like, no, nah, like Betty White is is a, a, a old lady now. That's an old woman. But yes. like you said, like it's a, a certain point, but it's also you gain. Like your parents. 
I don't kiss. I don't look like at them. My mom is fifty. Your mom don't three. seem old to me though. Like yes, your mom don't. is not old. Your dad even is not old. Like he's starting to get yeah, old. Like, sure. He's about to be fifty-seven this year. That that's so, approaching the sixty mark. He's right so at the sixty mark. I, I might agree with you, but it's a, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know it's, what the saying? Saying? it's the spirit. It's the energy thing. that you have. Yeah. If you walking around like an old person, yeah. Let's keep yeah. talking to get camp mad some more. Yeah. So oh, I'm mad. Kelly Freeman, I'm currently watching the BET Awards, which I believe Dorm Team will be on there soon. Have y'all ever thought about hosting an award show, which I believe y'all have? If so, which award show would you like to host if they offered a chance? I used to think that I wanted to host the MTV video music awards and stuff like that. I would, I'm not going to say I wouldn't do it because it'd be a great opportunity and so exposure is cool. But I'm not pressed to host the award for show for right now. Yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it no more. But if I, it'd probably be like the video awards or something. I, like I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I used to. I used to be like, like I want to host the award. Like it would be cool to host the BET with the group. But if it doesn't happen, I'm not like oh. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, like I really don't care anymore. Like, like I used to want to host one. I think something good has to happen. Like what we did at Howard, yeah. I would have had love to do that like at a BT yeah, Awards. Be cool. That would have been yeah, amazing. Yeah. It would have I know that would have went viral. But other than that, I really don't have the urge. Like I didn't watch the BT Awards last night. Now what I did watch was Offset's performance last night. I just wanna say this. <laughs> I appreciate Offset for coming out and he's he's out of his shell and I like it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He yeah. came out and went so he performed clout. Uh, his song with Cardi B and he comes out and he's doing like a little choreographed dance and rappers don't really be dancing like that mm-hmm. so to see a rapper dance I'm talking about he hitting some Michael Jackson moves this was and- one of my favorite things you've shown me <laughs> in the past eight years <laughs> like, like seeing him dance it was it was good oh my god it was good like I was like I appreciate that but now as far as hosting like because back in the day I used to be like oh yeah I want to do the Emmys and the Oscars and stuff like that. If the opportunity comes, that's a blessing. And at that moment, I'll decide whether yay or nay. But right now, I don't have an urge to to host a, a award show or anything like that. Really, yes. I I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I'm not, not looking for. I I just it needs to be. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like the more I become a comedian, <laughs> the more that I'm. I feel myself. That's the world I'm in. Like. I just don't want to be told what to do. <laughs> like, if you give us the freedom, like for us, sure, as a group, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I think we should. Like, I think it'd be cool, I, yeah. and I think we should come. Speaking of was Offset, like the reason that the reason you pulled that up is because he did something so unique and interesting. Yeah, you don't yeah. see a lot of them do, right? Yeah. As 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 the host of whatever show award show we would do, I would, I would feel like okay how can we break this fucking show Mm -hmm. with what we do you know what i'm saying uh so it would be more from a competitive side than it is like why i've always wanted to do this i'm excited Mm -hmm. Uh, like that's not necessarily what it is but it is like an opportunity to put your best work out there like i I always want that opportunity to put the work out there you know so i don't know Bilal Childs, Bilal the minister because I'm praying for your fans. Question, mm-hmm. top three stand-up shows of all time. He said his are Dave Chappelle, Age of Spin because it's masterfully crafted jokes and great timing. 
He said, Eddie Murphy raw, the mecca of his sense of humor, simply timely. And Dave, Ch Dave Chappelle, bird revelation. He said he low-key schools the world on how to corrupt the Hollywood society is and fearless in talking about the whole Cosby thing when it was fresh. These three masterpieces inspires me to one day at least do a comedy album. Recommendation for everyone under the sound of Cam Rome's voice to go check out these three albums and listen with your third eye. So Hold on, what what's your top part? three albums? Oh, oh comedy albums. Yeah. Okay. What's your top three stand up shows of all time? Specials, Specials I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're all gonna have to go in there. It's this tough. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm gonna say Kings of Comedy. Raw, Ooh, Dave that's a good one. Raw, Dave Chappelle, San Fran stand up. Yeah, I forget what the name of that is. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna go Raw that Dave, that that particular Dave Chappelle stand up and Kings of Comedy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with them three. And then that. I may have to throw in Delirious. <laughs> But definitely raw in that Dave Chappelle, San Fran. It's hard yeah. to do top three because even when I think about, honestly, when I think about Grown Little Man, Kevin's first one, mm. that shit is funny. It's seriously funny. That, Can you that, put it in top five? I, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't it, I is, mean, it is it's up there. It's as up like there. One of great I don't know if I can put it. But sure. he said top three. I don't know. Yeah. I can't put it in top three. Yeah, but top it's definitely three. in the top ten for me because that shit see was that. funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah that's, I guess I would be go with those three. For me, I've always been uh, delirious over Raw Man. Like when delirious changed my life when I heard first, and I heard it before I even saw it. Mm -hmm. I heard it through Kazaa. I downloaded the audio, or my cousin did, and we listened to it, and I could not stop laughing. That changed my life. <laughs> uh, so delirious for sure. Um, Honestly, anything Patton Oswalt. He's like one of my favorite stand-up comedians ever. He's good. Go listen to, uh, go watch one of, his, even his latest one. I think he has a newer one on Netflix. But there's a classic one where he, oh, man, I, don't, I don't even know how to break it down. Patton Oswalt. Go look up his stand-ups. Amazing. He'll have you dying. A third one, obviously, I mean, Chappelle, like all his stand-ups are fantastic to me. But since y'all chose them, I would say, uh, I mean, I got I got to give it to Richard Pryor, uh, live from the sun, Sunset Strip. Like, I think that's just like mm -hmm. like a class in comedy. If you want to, if you just want to see some great shit. Yeah, it's hard to pick three. I'm gonna be honest with you, cause it's, it's, I feel like it's so much. Even because my taste change over time. So, it's, but yeah, that's true. But yeah, but yeah. Pat Oswalt though. Let's check out Pat Oswalt. He's funny as fuck, man. Dylan Howard. Hey, DT. Great podcast last week. I got a question for Rome. I was listening to Mike Dam's album, and I wanted to know, can you tell the story about the biscuits? <laughs> yeah, that's a quick story. Um, Mike was working at Publix, and he used to always be have to go to bed early. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't have money, so sometimes he would go to bed hungry. And I was out one night, and I knew he had to be up uh, for work the next morning. So I was at Waffle House, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Mike some some biscuits and some eggs or whatever. I'm, I'm going to bring him that. So I came in. I sat the, sat the stuff on the counter. Um, I wrote a note. I said, hey, man, keep working hard. We ain't going to have to do this too much longer. I love you. Put it on the counter. I went to bed. 
Um, the next day he comes in my room and he says, I'm not gonna lie, I cried so hard. <laughs> hey, I, I remember <laughs> that's hilarious. He said, Cause I was so hungry because I didn't go to sleep that I mean, yeah. didn't eat before I went to bed. So I woke up and seen that. He said, Them biscuits tasted like everything. <laughs> he said, I cried eating them biscuits. That's hilarious, <laughs> but yeah, Real so that's, that's essentially what the story was. Rupert Strawbridge. Hey guys, few things. First off, y'all had me fucked up when y'all started talking about Mike and them chicken wings. <laughs> I've been eating pescatarian since April and was recently thinking about eating chicken again. But shout out to Cam for reminding me about myself because fried chicken is 100, 100% my vice. And I probably would go on a run like never before if I started. <laughs> Second, speaking of Mike, I know it's a little late, but shout out to Daddy Season. Great album. Can definitely see the growth in y'all's music. I'm looking forward to whatever album comes next. Lastly, who do y'all think will come out on top in a wild and out type type battle rap competition between all of Dormtainment? And yes, I will ghost author some bars for y'all if you need be. Rome. Like Yeah, I think I could see Rome in a wild and out type of situation. It's a rap battle. Yeah, yeah, rap battle. Oh, It'll uh, be wrong. Yeah, it'll I'm, probably be wrong. I'm silly. So that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you and you're quick off the off the dome with some uh, funny stuff. I thought they meant like us against somebody. Cause no, that's between this oh, us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, if you want to write something, I'll probably wash all these. Things, but you know, I don't know. Lately, you need to wash them goddamn jeans. You got on. <laughs> not, not of late. <laughs> Vinny Hughes, nigga, I'm back. Nigga, I'm back. Back in two. Welcome back, nigga. Twenty seventeen. I had one of the best experiences of my life. I got to see J Cole in concert, and also had the ability to rap for him face to face. It is a moment that motivates me every day that I wake up. My question is: Does anyone in the group have a celebrity experience such as mine? And if not, what is one thing that motivates you that you haven't told anyone? P.S. Daddy season is a fucking classic. It's amazing to see his growth in music. I know y'all have been cooking up a podcast with him. Have to be cooking up a podcast with him. Hopefully one day I can get a massive track with you all, with all you guys on it, because it's a huge dream of mine. So um, the question is, did you have a celebrity experience such as his? If not, what's one thing that motivates you that you haven't told anyone? A celebrity experience. Who is it? We, we've met a lot of people. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, Who's somebody I fanned out over? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know if fanned out. I mean, that's what I feel like. Where he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, for, I'm trying to think. Have I? I don't really get starstruck like that. There's certain people I would, but I haven't met them yet, so I don't know. Even if I met them, if it would happen, I know I would have fanned out because I uh, it, it, I wasn't there. But Mike uh, went to the comedy store one time and saw yeah. Dave Chappelle oh, showed up. Yes. I know I would have freaked the fuck out. Yes, that's watching cool. it. Um, I would have been personally. so excited. Hmm. Me yeah. and Keegan was cool. Yeah, that was good. That was a good experience. That was a cool meeting. That, like, you know what? That's a moment that motivated me for sure when he was on that Google Talk talking about us when he said there's a group of guys. Oh, yeah, him and Jordan. Him, yeah, they say, he said there's a group of guys on Comedy Central right now. And they, he said their they're timing is just like ours, but the thing is they didn't go to school for it. These guys, like that, that I do specifically yeah. remember seeing that and feeling like, oh, that's that feels good like yeah, especially yeah, from another sure. comedian somebody who's doing mm-hmm. comedy i do remember that is very was very motivating but other than that, i don't know if there's any specific moments with a celebrity that because uh, we were we haven't really got any cosigns like that yeah so that was a cool yeah, little yeah, that, cosign that was cool 
Jesse Boykins, put him down. There you yeah, go. That's Every man. time I've run into him, but oh my god, <laughs> hilarious! It's Jesse Boykins. Uh, Leon Lewis. All right, so I'll reverse the idea of this year being trash. It's been hella frustrating, but I'm going to make it. My mindset is moving forward, and once again, you guys helped me through it. I take your advice to heart and really do improve from it. So thank you now and in advance. Big ups to Mike. The album is amazing. Energy hits so hard for me. That's my favorite track, by the way. Mm, me too. So back to the question at hand. Hypothetically, would you be more likely to hang out with a white girl with one arm named Carrie Armstrong or one-legged female named Ellen Telfair. I guess give me the one-armed girl because it's going to be easier for us to get around. Yeah. She still got her legs. If the girl got one leg, she may be in a wheelchair, so I got to yeah. – it's a lot more you got to deal with with that. So I guess the one-armed thing. Yeah, give me, I guess give me Armstrong, I guess, yeah. That's <laughs> I have nothing. Hey. All right. <laughs> Vinny Hughes, he said, hold up, wait a minute. Can we talk about how fire far in front of me is Cameron Rome snapped on that bitch? Well, it was me and Emmanuel. Yeah, Cameron and Emmanuel there. But thank you. That shit was funny, yeah. Yeah, far in front of me, go off. Justice, uh, is anyone in the group still in contact with Tay? Um, No, not at this time. No, I mean, kind of, but not, yeah, not, kinda, really. not at the moment. Yeah, no. Last question, Samuel Jackson. What's up, guys? My question is, what advice would you give someone trying to get into acting business? It's something I always felt I had the passion for, but was previously too afraid to go after it because it always seemed like one of those long-shot dreams that was impossible to achieve. Lately, my outlook has changed, and so has my mindset. I believe I have what it takes, and I'm willing to put in the work, but just don't know where to start. I have a few years of improv under my belt in college and some experience writing and acting in other projects. Any put advice? Put it online. Any advice you guys can give would be much appreciated. Thanks. Man, we live in a world where you could put yourself out there so easily. Yeah. All right, you, you just 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 put up pick up your phone, record yourself and put it on YouTube. Yeah. Even if it's just practice right now. Yeah. Just do it. You can go just online your, and download my monologue and and just and do record it. Yourself and, record and, and, it. To be honest, with you want to take it up a notch? Find a friend and do act with them, or if they want to act, or yeah. go down. You know, just just you you can do so much right now. Yeah, yeah. Like start a website, put it all, put the real all together on there. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, I don't have any other advice except yeah, start. Just yeah, start just do it. it. Yeah, you gotta, just, you just do, do it. it. To be honest, start researching movies, things you can audition for. Start auditioning, learn that whole process. Yeah, and, and I don't know what city you live in. I mean, if you gotta save up some money, take a trip to Atlanta or LA to all find some audition. Like, I mean, that's honestly. I think the most important thing is that it has to be your passion to make it in this oh, yeah, industry. So sure. I would say leap out there in your city. Just go do some more improv classes or try to be in some plays and see if you still got that passion. Like how. How deep rooted is this passion? Because you're gonna need that to get through the grind of Hollywood and auditioning and trying to break in. So, just make sure it's your passion first. I would say. Yeah. yeah. We learned everything we know through just doing it. Yeah. Honestly. So, you know, just do it. Yep. That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys for this to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. Um, remember boss talk episodes keep uh sharing uh, keep sharing this podcast as well we thank you guys for the comments and the questions and as usual we love you guys and we will see you next week offset do anything but club do anything but club be popping and lucky <laughs> <laughs>